We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the PHNX Suns podcast. I'm Lindsay Smith. That's Saul Bookman. That's Gerald Borgay. And of course, Espo at the end. Guys, how you doing? You having a good Monday? Is it a murder mystery episode? Maybe. It, yeah. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question. Murder mystery Monday. Oh, no. no, no. I, I do have a, a question to kind of keep this uh, lighthearted to start. Okay. Oh. Dear Lord. Where, this is a hip hop question. Okay. Where was Usher at seven o'clock? Uh, he's in a car riding down the isn't it something like that no isn't it something like that you're close he's cruising down the street or something of that sort there's a car in this situation no but there's still a car in this one isn't there there is this car related yes yes I know that. <laughs> He's stuck in the trunk no no no, no nothing drop top uh, yeah get it so, uh, something like that yeah it's seven o'clock but what is on it on the dot I'm in my drop top Cruising the streets. See, there you, go. you made fun of me, but I was actually pretty close. He said he's in a car. He's in a car. Yes, he's driving. I that was that's the white person version of it. <laughs> he's in a car. He's in his vehicle. <laughs> he's got his hands on ten and and. and I two. just had to think for a second. It was like I know it's a car, but it's oh, not a convertible. Man. That's at least that's oh, not what we're man. calling it. Listen. Okay. At least I was close. How do I He's not get car, any credit? Drive around the neighborhood. <laughs> He's in his car. <laughs> you two didn't even know. Yeah, they didn't even say anything. So that's true. Do we look like people that would know Usher lyrics? I don't go by stereotypes. Their espo. That's not nice. You've seen my music knowledge. It's that not, I just don't know how I am getting the short end of the stick here. Where I was the only one who even remotely. I had close. your back. You made the most fun of me. Because you said car, and I just laughed. It was funny. Yeah. I was going to say trapped in the closet, but that's somebody else. That's so. different. Yeah. Somebody else. Lord, have mercy. That's yeah, somebody that's trapped in jail right now. So, yeah. yeah. So, how y'all doing? Did you have a good weekend? It was good. Great. It was good. Just drove over here in my car. Um, uh, Jay wants to know, uh, are the rumors true that you're getting lured away uh, from PHNX by Matt Ishbia? For the money, Matt, <laughs> is oh, you're speechless on that. It's like there's a little nugget of truth there. 
Wow. This is Espo's last show. For this me. is how we find this out. This is breaking news. This is how it goes my down. It may or may not be having conversations. Well, now I know you're lying because you don't have an agent. Yeah, so. No, I had to get one. You had me this. there. No, no, no. I had to get one specifically for this. Oh, okay. My goodness. Well, I'm going to be the new sideline reporter. <laughs> <laughs> You have fun with that one, I suppose. I talked to Willie Green. He's not there anymore. Are you sure? Are you I sure? talked to Dan Marley. No, not there no. either. <laughs> I talked to some dude time. on the bench. Anyway, Matt Ishbia is throwing money around like it is growing on trees. What a time to be alive, everybody. Mm-hmm. A I'm, day and age where the Phoenix like Suns some. like to throw money around mm-hmm. to get the things that they want. We've got more coaching updates for you guys, of course. We did hear late last week that Frank Vogel is the official head coach of the Phoenix Suns. Well, I guess not official. Not official but yet. Not it's officially reported unofficial. that he will be the head coach of the Phoenix Suns. And now we're hearing that uh, from Adrian Wojnarowski that Suns associate head coach Kevin Young will stay on the new coach Frank Vogel staff for a deal that will make him the league's highest paid assistant. Sources tell ESPN Young was a finalist for the job that Vogel landed with Phoenix. Now, these reports are also telling us that the new deal will be worth more than $2 million annually. So it is very apparent that the Suns value what Kevin Young brings to the table, and they wanted to keep him here in Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, deservedly so, uh, especially for somebody who's been in the running for several opportunities, including the Suns and the Raptors this year. So, uh, I mean, the Suns, obviously they, they valued Kevin Young to some degree, and I think they're just putting their money where their mouth is uh, by rewarding him for the value that he's proved to the franchise without giving him the ultimate responsibility of the team as the head coach. And I think that's the best of of any scenario that you could have thought about with this team outside of maybe the flip, re, uh, uh, the reverse happening with Kevin Young being the head coach and Frank Vogel coming on as like an assistant. Um, I think you got everything you wanted and then plus the news today, so... Fantastic. Yeah, that it's huge to be able to retain Kevin Young. Um, he is an assistant that will have a head coaching gig here at some point in the near future. Um, he's well-regarded, well-liked by Devin Booker. And like we talked about, this enhances the Vogel hire because now he can focus on defense and delegate the offense to Kevin Young, who was instrumental in helping put together the Suns' pick-and-roll attack, which is one of the best parts of their offense. So I am curious to see if he's more empowered under a Vogel who – Maybe not necessarily handpicked him himself, but to be able to keep a guy who was interviewing for the main job and didn't get it, that's awesome. And it's awesome that Kevin Young was able to kind of turn that into a big payday for himself. Hello, this is for you. Kevin Young. I want to be Kevin Young. Unbelievable. <laughs> I said if Kevin Young signed, I would do it. So you did. You did. there you go. Hello. I'm a man of my word. Look, good for Kevin Young. Get that two million dollars. He's making almost what Earl Watson made to be the head coach of this team. So I mean, you're the highest paid assistant. You get to stay in a city uh, that you love. You get to have more success than you were gonna have if you wanted went to Toronto as the assumption and he get to work with Devin Booker. I, you know, it, this is the best he could hope for other than a head coaching job. And his agent, I assume would know he wasn't going to get, uh, you know, any of the other available jobs. So this makes a lot of sense. Good on him. Hopefully he builds that uh, relationship with Frank Vogel. A- and now you got your defensive and offensive minded people. 
I, I would like to say this too about Kevin Young specifically. I know a lot of people were upset about Vogel getting the job. Not a lot of people. Let me just say it was kind of 50-50, maybe even a little bit skewed uh, less than that. But there were people out there that were like, why would you get Frank Vogel? Why not get Kevin Young? First of all, I'm happy with the Vogel hire because I think he, you've seen him do it at a high level. They've won a championship. Uh, you know, I know it was a bubble, but it was still a championship. And uh, players, coaches across the league um, really felt like he got a raw deal in L.A. because of the lack of roster construction around him. And he has another opportunity to really showcase his abilities as a defensive head coach and just a head coach in general. And I don't, I don't really also understand the concept of clamoring for an assistant coach who by all accounts, none of us really know much about. You hear accounts from other coaches um, that have, that have worked with him and those are great things. Sure. But you still don't know how anybody's going to act in the seat of head coach until actually put in that position at the NBA level. And so I, I caution people and I'm like, listen, before you just, you know, you go to the mat for your guy. Do you even know who your guy is? Like, and that's that's where people kind of lost me. Is like you're clamoring for something you don't even know about. But I think that was the that's what was intriguing and enticing about it was that it could be a big payoff. You know what I mean? Sure. Like especially with Spolstra in the in the finals and all that kind of stuff. Everyone was starting to like in their minds probably think this could this be that guy? Not saying that he had that type of. Um, like uh, he Reputation. had to live up to, yeah, I think yeah. he needed to live up to that or anything, but that's what everyone starts to go towards. Like this could be the diamond in the rough, you know what I mean? And it was just shiny and new and it was exciting. Sure. I totally get that. But, but one doesn't have to coexist without the other. Like, okay, you didn't get Kevin Young. That doesn't mean Frank Vogel is inherently the bad choice now. Right. You know well, what I'm saying? Like, they both can equal. Kevin Young could be a quality assistant coach and possibly have a bright future. And at the same time, Frank Vogel, Frank Vogel be the right choice for your franchise. They don't not it's one's not exclusionary of the other. I think together they're the right choice. We yes. talked about yeah. maybe Kevin Young would be the head guy and uh, and Vogel would be the lead assistant and it just happened to be the opposite. And I'm fine with that because now you get a guy that's known as a defensive mind uh, and a guy that's known as an offensive mind and we talked about it Vogel very much defers to his assistants mm -hmm. to run the offensive side of the ball because he knows he's a defensive-minded uh, uh, guy. So Kevin Young now gets to shape this offense, uh, you know, uh, alongside Kevin Vogel or Kevin Vogel. Frank I know Vogel. I did that earlier no, too. We're gonna I, just so everybody is aware. This <laughs> is your disclaimer. Happen. We're gonna blend these names yeah, together at some point. Yeah, in front <laughs> along with Frank Vogel, and I think that that's how you learn mm -hmm. how good he can be because this isn't. Monty, who's an offensive guy, just kind of listening to his ideas. This is Kevin Young getting to kind of build the offense he sees fit. Before we move on to another topic, I have one thing. So when you're when we're ready to move on, just let okay. me know. So. I also think too that it feels like I don't think Kevin Young would have agreed to stay on had he not felt like this was a good opportunity, not just for himself, but as a whole for the team and everything mm -hmm. and everything we've heard about Vogel is that he's willing to work with people. Like you said, he defers to his assistants or whomever that designated person is on the offense. But I think that they've probably already had those conversations and Kevin Young probably feels really good and confident about the way that this coaching staff is structured and how they're going to work together. It's not going to be as, it doesn't feel to me like it's going to be as chain of commandy. 
if that makes yeah. sense. That it's going to be, and that's not to say that it was, but just traditionally, right? Mm. It's a hierarchy. This feels like it's going to be much more collaborative and just a lot of open conversation and dialogue about what's best for the team and organization. And I really like that. Yeah. yeah, it's it's great that they were able to keep him, keep some of that continuity. I know a lot of people, there were some people saying that they should just let Kevin Young go because we need all fresh faces. And while I get that sentiment to a degree, this team had a top 10 offense and a top mm -hmm. 10 defense the last couple of years. I think retaining some of those things is good. And especially when Young was probably going to be recruited by Monty in Detroit, there was that opening in Toronto and he interviewed here and didn't get the lead job to be able to keep him on is, is pretty huge. He's got two million reasons also, yeah. in addition to whatever other reasons he's got, why yeah. this could be a good fit. Yep. Did you want to do your thing before yeah. we move on? So I was asked about my future and I legit just got a text from my wife going, what's going on? Are you leaving? <laughs> oh, no, man. I'm not going anywhere. Way to go, Espo. It you was guys, a joke. Uh, Tracy, I, I wouldn't trust him. I would talk to his agent first. Yeah, I, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I, there's other lawyers for that. So. <laughs> While we are talking about things from the top of the show, we did get a super chat from Frank. Frank said, it is 0700 hours and I'm in my personal personal vehicle. <laughs> I, That's exactly how I remember the song going. Exactly I, like that. I'm just saying. It would be 1900 hours, but okay. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. I'm oh. just reading one. Maybe it's seven in the morning because it's. Uh, <laughs> Ain't nobody getting up at seven o'clock in the morning. Definitely in the not drop me. tops cruising the streets. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not me. All right. We did get uh, more reports. This one's from Woj as well that the Phoenix Suns are also hiring Jazz associate GM David Fisdale as an assistant coach. Sources tell ESPN Suns made a significant financial play for Fisdale and drew upon his history with new coach Frank Vogel and general manager James Jones. Fisdale is a former head coach with Knicks and Grizzlies. This uh, is shaping up to be pretty stacked coaching staff. I mean, just think about it. Today he woke up and he was and he got saved by the Phoenix Suns to leave that dreadful, dreadful state <laughs> in Utah. Oh man. Oh man. What a beautiful day it is for the Fisdale family. Fantastic. I'm so happy for you guys. I like to imagine James Jones called him up and goes, hey, you want to be able to drink after 8 p.m.? Oh my you want to have stuff to do on the weekend? You want to be able to get food like after 8 p.m.? Come to Phoenix. Take that for data. <laughs> yeah, this is a good hire. I, I like it. I know a lot of people with the Knicks and the Grizzlies, he kind of flamed out in New York. Um, and his offense was called into question there, but those Knicks teams didn't have the most talent to work with. So I am intrigued to see how he fits in with Kevin Young, um, what he's able to provide for the offense. It never hurts to have a guy who has head coaching experience in multiple different places, um, and he's well-regarded around the league still, even with the way his New York tenure went. So I like this. Round out your roster with as much experience as you can, and – um, this is another Vogel guy, so it's it's good that he also has someone that he wants on his staff, and it's not mm -hmm. just like, here's Kevin Young, here's guys that we've already had here, um, give Vogel a little bit of freedom to add to his staff as well. And Gambo did have a report. He deleted it, but then reposted it. He did. Uh, with some different verbiage, but uh, it sounds like Fisdale's going to make 1.3 to 1.5 million, mm -hmm. another extremely well-paid yeah. assistant coach, and that in part, he he was very happy as the assistant GM in Utah oh, and the pull of the money and oh, Frank Vogel being the head guy here. 
was was what drew him. But I wonder because James Jones does have a previous relationship with Fizdale mm-hmm. from their time in Miami. I kind of wonder if this is come be an assistant coach, and if I decide to just be the president of basketball operations, there may be a role for you as GM here in the near future too. So. Uh, which would be intriguing as well. So this is another great uh, reported hire. And now you got what looks like an all-star coaching staff to go along with a, you know, a top-heavy roster. This should make Suns fans happy because no longer are you pinching pennies. We have two guys that are offensively focused and then your head guys defensively focused. So that's a great mix. Uh, Fizdale has uh, been known to have a little bit – uh, of uh, hands-on approach with bigs, so you got to wonder about the DeAndre Aiden play. You got to wonder about you know Kevin Young's obviously his his offensive acumen um, has been talked about, but now we get to finally see like okay, what what are the levels to this? How how deep are we going to be able to go uh, with the fluidity of of the offense? Uh, you know, because a couple years ago it was one of the best uh, offenses in the league by the way it moved around, and then it kind of just kind of stalled out a little bit, if you will. So I'm very excited. I think the Suns, uh, this offseason, the Suns, I know people were panicking at first. They were like, why are they not making a move? Why are they not making a move? Why are they not making a move? Well, they made a move, and then they made another one, and then they made another one. And all three of them combined uh, is about as perfect of an offseason in terms of hiring a replacement for Monty Williams as you could have hoped for because that staff should be able to get you over the hump if if you provide the pieces for it. Mm-hmm. This is this is shaping up to be a really exciting. Uh, it's already a better staff. offseason than it was last year. <clears throat> Heading into next season, <laughs> and I'm glad that we're finally like getting this finalized and done and over with, so we can start moving on to some other things because this kind of loomed for a little bit longer than I had anticipated and would have liked. And hopefully, we get a presser at some point in time where the Suns make this officially official. And we get to hear from some of these guys. Yeah, I, I find it interesting because now these three guys on your staff, I would argue, are better than the three coaches you had previously to Monty Williams, Jeff Hornacek, Earl Watson, and Igor Kokoshkov. You can throw Jay Triano in there too, four of them. I think you've got a better lineup of coaches now than you had as your head coach prior to Monty. This is a, this is a lot of talent on one coaching staff. Yeah. Well, it'll be it'll be really fun here. And one thing that I <clears throat> do think is interesting from this uh, Fizdale hire is I feel like this tweet from Woj and how he worded in that his past relationship with James Jones was also part of the factor here. Mm-hmm. I think this means that we can at least, in theory, say that James Jones is good for this season. Yeah, I, I, I think we like- can remove that from the table entirely. Personally, that's my opinion. No, I and I felt that way when Monty got the axe and James Jones did not. Yeah. But I think that this just reinforces that for sure mm-hmm. that, you know, Ishbia is, is planning on giving James Jones more leeway, more time to figure things out this off season. Um, nobody is safe in this industry, obviously, but um, I, I think Jones is good for the summer for sure. I, yeah. I'd, I'd feel a lot better if he hired a larger uh, scouting staff. I hope we hear that in the in the coming weeks that you know now that there aren't financial constraints or whatever Mm -hmm. you know that he can build a proper a proper staff because i know we'll talk about it later in the week but they're gonna have to find diamonds in the rough to be able to compete uh, Mm -hmm. now and in the long term well and you know i mean i'm not trying to 
give a pass or anything here, but there's a good possibility that James Jones said all those things about how he wants his front office to be to give an excuse as to why the front office isn't bigger when the actual reasoning was just money. Yeah. Like there very well is a is a scenario where that was the actual truth. I, I not saying that it is, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. I'm completely oblivious to this, and I apologize because I feel like I heard, but I don't know. Uh, the G League team, is it coming back? Uh, yeah. Have we gotten confirmation of that? He said yeah, at the initial twice. presser that he yeah, wanted to have a Yeah, but I don't know if we've team. ever gotten any official movement on it. We haven't gotten official movement on it yet. Um, he had said that within the next year or two when I had talked to him um, on his hiring day that the G League thing was a priority. So hopefully we'll get some sort of news on that in the near future. Yeah, we had heard every team was going to have a G League team by 2024 mm -hmm. so yeah and, and i think that that just speaks to this like the scouting department needing to get beefed up the g league team coming back um having a more hands-on approach with with the the lower tier prospects that you have on the end of your bench and also that would be in the g league uh to really capitalize on some of those smaller players that a lot of people don't know that you're starting to see in the nba finals um ha have really started to develop and, and get their opportunity to shine uh, that you wouldn't have thought of before the season started. So I think it's valuable, and I think James Jones might be learning a lesson right now as we speak in terms of you can't undervalue what the NBA draft could possibly give you mm -hmm. because a player through 82 games, if you are a good team and you get to that first, second, third round, you never know who's going to flip a switch at the end of that season to be able to help you. And, like, hell, a guy like Christian Braun for for the Nuggets – you know, he was barely playing at the beginning of the season. A good prospect. I think he was, you know, he was, he was picked in the first round. But he's he's an actual contributor on their playoff team right now. And he's a vital part to what they do off the bench. So, again, the development part of all this, that's all on JJ. And we'll get to that later on down the offseason. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. Before we dive into my question for you guys, I do want to remind you guys that our friends over at BetMGM have a fantastic app that you should absolutely be on. Make sure you sign up with that bonus code PHNX because there's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you will get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, just make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. And I would also recommend you sign up either today or tomorrow, but sooner rather than later because Wednesdays and Saturdays, you get a free bet on the house. All you have to do is log in and you will automatically receive your bonus bet. They do expire after 72 hours, so don't wait to use them. But if you haven't signed up, now is a great time to do that. So you're ready for Wednesday and your free bet that you get from BetMGM. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. All right, so our friends over at OG's have a ton of delightful flavors. Strawberries and cream, watermelon, red apple, peach, blackberries and cream, orange creamsicle, and pink lemonade coming soon. What do you guys, is you, what's, what's your go-to flavor of gummy? Orange creamsicle. Orange creamsicle? Oh, I haven't tried any of the new ones. I'm sure I'm going to love them all. Which ones have you, you haven't, well, pink lemonade hasn't come out yet. That's on yeah. June 21st, but you haven't tried any of the fruits yet? No. 
You need to try some of the fruits. I feel like red apple would be good. No, peach. I bet you peach tastes like exactly like peach. But where? At OG's Brands. Oh, I've tried to find them. They're always well, sold out. You can are, find them online <laughs> at ogsbrands.com. You can follow them on Instagram at ogsbrands. I'm sure they post about all their drops and whatnot over there. And you can also find their products at your local dispensary, Saul. You do have to be 21 years or older to purchase. Are you over 21? <laughs> he's double that. So don't worry. Damn. Yeah, I am double that. He can get two packages because he's in a double that. So. They got to check. They always got to check. No matter if you look like you're over 21 or not, they always got to check. That's the rules. Make sure you true. follow the rules, everybody. Check out our friends over at OGs. Don't question me on my OGs. <laughs> I said, which one's your favorite? I don't know. No, I know. But I wasn't like... questioning you on your OGs. <laughs> oh, geez. No, don't, I know. Don't, don't question OGs. <laughs> OGs OG over there, right? Okay. These coaches are getting paid a lot of money. Yeah, and are. it's not just the Sun-specific coaches, right? Mm -hmm. We saw what Monty Williams is making in Detroit. Are players going to start getting upset? about the amount of money that these coaches are making because we've got Monty Williams in Detroit who I believe is making more money than almost every player on his roster is right now. Is there a world where these players are going to start being like, hold up, hold up, hold up. There's a limit to this. I mean, or maybe in the if it continues to snowball, but I, I feel like Monty's making more money than anyone on the Pistons because they have a bunch of young guys on rookie contracts. Like, and he's only making 13.5 million yeah. like that's peanuts compared to what most of these guys make i feel like if it continues to grow at this rate though maybe in the future but i feel like a lot of these players view it as go get yours yeah um if it gets you know excessive where coaches are getting paid significantly more than players then maybe they're like hold up how come there's no cap on what they can make and there's a cap on what we can make but until that time, I feel like we're still a ways away from that. I think Landry Shamit's excited. He can now Stop. ask his father-in-law for a loan. Stop you know, it. Like it's a, no, but look, I don't – what player is really going to get pissed off at a coach getting $13 million? Right. I mean, you're being pretty petty at that point. Now, if we get if we get to the point where coaches are making $40 million a year right. and the cap only allows your max guy in, in a certain – phase of their career to make 30 yeah then i think we're gonna get there but no coach is worth that and i don't think we're gonna get there in the life of this next cba so i don't think it'll be a huge problem but maybe someday we will see coaching staff salary caps which would add a whole nother level to all this nah, building stuff you'll never Yay, see that. more math because if you do that then then the coaches will form a union and then it just gets up they already have a so. union do they really yes <laughs> Really? Yeah. Oh. How how in depth is this union? Do you know? Is it per sport or is it combined? It's per sport. Okay. But I don't. How in depth? I don't know. I don't. I don't know how in depth it is. I'm just curious. Like, well, is, yeah, it, is it? Is it? I'm pretty as sure like, the coaches have a, a coaching. Union. I could see that. It wouldn't surprise me. Have the refs have a union? Yeah. Like, yeah, right. they have the NBCA, the National Basketball Coaches Association. It says hmm. it's an organization and union. I wonder what they do over there. How in-depth? Well, they have uh, 150 people working for them, Lindsay. <laughs> I don't know. That's not what I meant, Espo. <laughs> you know that. My inner work. You need my, to supply no. the payroll now, please. <laughs> yeah, tell me exactly. You know, I do, speaking of payroll, I do find it very interesting that 
this off season so far with all these coaching hires, we're, we're getting dollar amounts up front in the initial mm. reports, which is yeah. not something that we have seen a lot of over the past years. We didn't even know what Monty's extension was until he was fired from the Suns organization, how much right. that was worth. So it is interesting that now we're starting to see breaking so-and-so has reached a deal and five minutes later, here's how much they're making. I'm, I'm curious if that's a new thing or if that's a we want this information out there because we're proud of it. Because if you look at the figures that we've gotten recently, they're all really it's been large from Ishbia, large yeah. amounts for assistance. And it's been Pistons. Yeah, we got our guy. Look how much we're paying well, him. And the coaching union would want, you know, oh, look, the value of our coaches is going up mm-hmm. as well, I'd imagine, because, uh, you know, Monty couldn't turn down the most money ever paid to a coach per year. Kind of, mm-hmm. you know, like that's just not something you could turn down and you want that out there that these guys are starting to, to move that, move that needle. So. Right. Cause I don't know if we got, did we get dollar amount? I don't think we did for Nick nurse in Philly or for Adrian Griffin in mm-hmm. Milwaukee. That's true. No, it might just be a, Hey, I'm an owner <laughs> that's spending money. Everybody yeah. pay attention right it now. It's like, I want to let the world well, know. Like, <laughs> Keep you on you watch. guys are in good hands. <laughs> yeah. We got deep pockets over here. We yeah. may not be able to afford players this offseason, <laughs> but we're going to hire all the coaches. <laughs> but you know he would at least pay the bill if he yeah. could. He's yeah. like, look at these fat stacks we're handing out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, he, guys, we're getting lots and lots of rumors. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of movement-type rumors a little bit earlier. Let the mellow drama begin. Right? No, he already retired. This is exciting. Uh, We got an update from Shams that includes, one, LeBron James and some movement. Kyrie Irving is an unrestricted free agent this offseason. There's been a lot of rumors about him possibly going to the Lakers and joining LeBron James Anthony Davis there. Sources tell me that Kyrie Irving has actually reached out to LeBron James about whether LeBron would come to Dallas. And so, you know, Kyrie Irving is putting on his recruiting cap right now to see if LeBron would make his way to the Mavericks. We don't know if Kyrie is going to resign with the Mavericks quite yet, but LeBron, Kyrie, well, Luka, like just, you know, it's an interesting yeah, concept. So that's, that's a super team, and Kyrie played with LeBron back at the Cavs, so they're boys, right? This could, this could be a thing. Yeah, they have a relationship, and, and when Kyrie Irving, when he was going through his, his free agency decision last year, he ended up opting in, staying with the Brooklyn Nets um, on a one-year deal. LeBron James and him were frequently talking, and the, most of the discussions were centered around him coming to L.A., and now LeBron James has kind of hinted at the end of the year, he, made, he did a press conference, kind of hinted at his playing future uh, being in question uh, now, everyone that I've spoken to expects, expects LeBron James to play next season. Um, he might have two or three more years left in the tank, especially given the way he played this year. Um, but I, I do think he has been happy in L.A., uh, but clearly yeah. Kyrie Irving is, is trying to get his shot off right now. I personally don't see a scenario in which LeBron James goes to, to Dallas. He loves himself some Dallas Cowboys, doesn't he? Yeah, but... Why are we putting any stock in so so Kyrie Irving called him and suggested something wild like uh, it, why are we putting stock into this as if it's I mean we don't even know that Kyrie's gonna be there we don't know that Dallas wants Kyrie back or if they'll afford him or what's gonna happen I mean Dallas like, would want Kyrie back no that would the, be insane to make that move and then yeah, just be like we're good yeah. at See this you point later. it's the fallacy of sunk costs that they would bring him back they kind of have to because they 
traded away too much to get yeah, him in the first place to let him crazy. go. Still but, his choice though, right? He's free agent. Well, yeah, he so, is yeah. a free agent. But my thing is like LeBron's under contract for next season. He's not a free agent. So like what are you offering? What the hell is Dallas gonna trade him? You're not gonna trade Luca or Kyrie. So <laughs> what do you have to offer? You have nothing. And how is that not tampering? Like I get that players can have conversations, but like mm. a full fledged I called him and asked him if he'd want to come to Dallas this year. Seems like tampering to me. Like, Yeah, I mean, not only that, but like as somebody pointed out, like Bronny's playing at USC. Like LeBron has got all types of business deals in L.A. He's been able to do more in L.A. than basically anywhere else in his career, even Miami included. Like he's, he's on to that next phase of his life while he's wrapping up his NBA career. There's no shot he's going to Texas. Plus, Who the – first of all, the only reason <laughs> – the only reason LeBron would even contemplate going to Texas, and it's not a good enough reason because my guy's worth over a billion dollars, is for the tax savings. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. He's not going to Texas. It's not happening. Well, LeBron already his, got all them loopholes yeah. anyway. He's fine. Well, and with, LeBron in Texas? Are you kidding me? With That's his like, political no, leaning yeah, and social no justice way. stuff? There's no like, way. That just not seems a chance to Okay, I don't know the rules on this one, so I'm going to ask it. it. Is it considered tampering if Kyrie is a free agent and hasn't signed with Dallas? But still, is no. there like I a loophole no, there not. that no, because just, he's not officially tied to the team that it's not considered tampering? Technically, it's not tampering in general when a player does it because they talked about the super team in Miami long before any of those guys were available. So when players do it, it's not. But still, I'm like, it just seems so odd. Hey, you want to come to Dallas? And what do you think LeBron went? Hey, I have a contract. Right. I can't come to Dallas. Like, yeah. I don't know. The whole thing just seems odd to me. And and one of those, just there's not enough else going on, so we gotta stir the pot with something, you know? Okay. Do you guys buy any of the shenanigans around LeBron will just retire this year? Do no. you do you buy any of that? No, not for I a don't minute. either. There's no chance. No. Retire before this upcoming season specifically no. No. is what was going around. No, that man understands the importance of history of legacy. There's no way he would just up and retire without having a whole season of, as like a farewell he tour. Yeah. He still wants to play with Bronny when he gets to the league for at least a season. He said multiple times, like there's, there's just no way. Bronny better ball out this year. I know that. He, LeBron said that to take the heat off. I know, but that's that was... the only reason he did it was, oh well, I'm contemplating, and it takes the entire attention away from you just lost to the Denver Nuggets to oh, would he actually leave? I can't believe it. He's that savvy where it would not shock me if that was something that was leaked to avoid the criticism. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that. That's I don't even know if that's a full on tinfoil hat theory no. at this point. No, I think there's some legitimate legitimacy to that one. Uh, what about LeBron James to Phoenix? Do you no. guys like this or no? No. <laughs> what are they going to sign him for? The mid-level? Nah, you that trade, they might not even trade have. Trade DA you, and Shaman. Do no, you not trying. think there is a world in which LeBron would agree to take less? Potentially? Well, I mean, A, he's still under contract, so he it doesn't matter. But Unless there was a buyout. It doesn't have to be this year specifically. This is all, he's got one more year on his contract, right? Yeah, and then he has a player option for next year, but he's still not taking less than big money. No, and I, I don't, I don't want to play super team. We've talked about this before. You got D. 
D-Book. You got KD. Now build a roster that is deep around them to win. I don't need KD and Book and LeBron and then throw Kyrie into the mix. Like, I don't... No, just give me a solid roster and don't go big game hunting because, you know, a geriatric warden Phoenix is going to get you a title. All right. I mean, I would like LeBron on the team, but like you said, the the ramifications of it, you'd have to build out the rest of the roster on pretty much all veteran minimum guys. You could do that and still get close to a title. But again, LeBron's not taking less than what he can earn, which is the max and yeah it's just it's not happening yeah i i would agree with that assessment um although there's maybe a little wiggle room if you wanted to convince him to take a little less somehow some way if he was to be bought out and he wanted to join the open market and blah 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 only because of two people james jones and cp3 mm-hmm. that's it so maybe the sons could have some leverage to make you know get a little little Phoenix discount, but it's very, very unlikely. Would I like to see LeBron on the Suns? Sure, as long as we still had a stacked deck around him. That was a quality team. But him, KD, and Book, and CP3, ah. There's a better chance that CP3 winds up in purple and gold with him in L.A. than there is that that LeBron winds up here in I would agree with that. Yeah, Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I suppose somebody in the chat said wants to know who the bobbleheads on the table are. They're having a hard time placing Charles them. Barkley, Penny Hardaway, and I don't know. Amari Stoudemire. Amari Stoudemire is in the middle. Well, there you go. That's the answer to the bobbleheads on the table. <laughs> if you are looking to get bobbleheads or any type of apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, FOCO is your place to go. It is a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise. Foco always has our back for Arizona sports, and they have yours too. Get the best gear around by visiting foco.com and using code PHNX. For all non-presale items, use that code PHNX for 10% off. Also, our friends over at Four Peaks are doing some really cool things this summer. To thank a teacher every year, Four Peaks donates school supplies to teachers around the valley. And this year, they are giving away 11 $1,000 cash grants and one lucky teacher will win a teacher's lounge renovation provided by Four Peaks. So if you want to thank a special teacher in your life, go to fourpeaks4teachers.org. Complete the form to enter their chance to win. Nominations are due by June 30th, so make sure you do that earlier rather than later. Again, that's fourpeaks4teachers.org. And they also have Teacher Tuesdays going on right now at the H Street Pub down in Tempe. Every Tuesday through July, if you bring a valid teacher ID, you're going to receive $4 pints of Kilt Lifter, Wow, Hazy, and Hopknot, which is pretty they, neat. I think they get a kegerator in that teacher's lounge when Ooh. Four Peaks does it. As cool as that would be, I'm going to say no, probably not. <laughs> for only after school. <laughs> only I mean, for come after on. school. So check out at Four Peaks Brewer at Four Peaks Pub on social to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You do have to be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks, and we ask you drink responsibly. We have gotten quite a few shenanigans on Twitter this offseason, which I'm absolutely here for. Some of them, of course, have been better than others. But I think we can all agree that the beef between Mikkel Bridges and Jock Landale is top tier. Jocularity, baby. I'm loving, I'm loving this. This is pure entertainment value between two friends that totally get how to how to play the game on social media. Yes. I I love fake trash talk, you know, giving 
giving people crap. I mean, Jock's done it to me before, and I think that shit's hilarious. So I just feel like these two, I wish that they had more time together to hang out and like really build that that friendship, but you can tell very clearly that they bonded and clicked from like day one. Mm. Which oh, is yeah. fun. They were they were already joking about Vegemite and stuff like their first week mm -hmm. in town together. And now it feels like Jock has dedicated half of his Twitter feed to ripping on Kale. This was strategic <laughs> by Jock. He lost his original Twitter account. He needed to build it back up. Oh, what do no. you do when you wind up in the yard? You pick a fight with the bigger guy. And Mikhail's following was bigger, so he knew he was going to get some attention out of it. I mean, listen, I, I don't. I I think it's funny how like some of these Suns fans, and I'll say fans, mm -hmm. like with quotation marks, like legit are going after Jock because they think <laughs> that he's really like. Like being, being like, ripping, on like ripping on Mikhail because he doesn't like him or something. Yeah. I'm like, dude, go somewhere else with your nonsense. Well, the, Follow the storylines, people. The first night, everybody's like, this can't really be Jock Landell. And I'm like, no, it's Jock. And it's, yeah. him. <laughs> it's him. It's just his personality. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's very dry humor. And if you don't get it, then you don't get it. And you think mm. he's being a jerk. But if you get it, it's hilarious. Yeah. That's oh, just yeah. who he is. That is. True. Well, and you just got to lean into it. It's kind of the way an NBA locker room works or, or you know, being around some of these guys. Like Eddie Johnson, if you didn't get that, you would yeah. think Eddie Johnson hated you, right, when he, when he interacted with him a lot. But the way you know he likes you is he gives you shit, mm -hmm. right? It's if he never talks to you that that's what yeah. he doesn't like yeah. you, right? Very true. That's the same with Jock we're learning and, and other guys. But also if you, don't, if you don't go at EJ – he will also start to silence on you. Oh yes. So you gotta, hey, you gotta give it you back. Can't to back him. down. Yeah, Let's okay. go now. I mean, I definitely saw there were times where there would be certain players in the locker room who were a little more timid when it came to like on camera stuff or whatever, and just felt uncomfortable, especially as rookies. Mm -hmm. Talk a little shit to them, you get that fun little banter, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, okay, I'm cool now. Like I get it. We're, this is the vibe." And it's yeah. just it's funny how it just clicks. Sometimes yeah. you just gotta shit talk your friends a little bit. Well, we should probably show them the tweets because we've been talking about them, but yeah. we, never, we never. Or should we just shit uh, talk each other for the rest I think of the show? Shit talk each other. Emma, put you the would tweets love that. on the screen. <laughs> so this all stemmed from Sham Sharania sharing that Mikel Bridges has committed to the Team USA roster for the FIBA World Cup, and Jock Landale quote tweeted it. With trash can emojis and poop emojis. Are, are we <laughs> sure he in. wasn't talking about Austin Reeves and Bobby Portis? No, because he added Mikel Bridges. <laughs> because Mikel Bridges. I'd be thrown in at least at the Bobby Portis part of this. Oh, yeah. come on. And here's the best part. So then Mikel quote tweeted and said, I hope I dunk you. And then I'm going to make it into a poster and my profile pic on every site. So if we get a dunk on oh, the opposite... Of these two, either which way, mm. it's gonna be insane. I uh, listen. I know I've been very much like, hey, when players are gone, they're gone. Mm. But if Mikhail dunks on Jock, mm. I too will make that my profile pick. Oh wow, a million percent. Oh, that wow. is Mikhail wow. dunks on Jock. Hell yeah. <laughs> what if Jock oh, dunks hell. on Mikhail? I'll make that my profile pick okay. too. Okay. You okay. know how much I love this Jock uh, shit talk. I'm going to be rooting for Australia in the FIBA World Cup oh now. <laughs> I'm forgoing my own country, and I'm rooting for Australia in the World Cup. This man changed his whole nationality. I, just, I can't believe you just sold out your, your country. Jock, can I, I mean, please come to Australia with you now? Because I 
just pissed off my own country. At least it's just for the FIBA World Cup. Yeah, like if it was it. actually the Olympics or some shit, maybe I'd be a little I, more upset. I didn't completely disown my country and go, forever, I will be backing Australia. Oh, man. Well, you cheer for whoever you want to cheer for. Damn okay? straight Don't I will. Don't let them bully you. I'm going to wear my own Jock Landell Australian jersey. Really? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. If he gives me one, I ain't, buy, <laughs> I I ain't say, buying you, that shit. Where are you going to get that from? <laughs> Damn. We've got friends in Australia. We got we lots of friends in Australia who can hook it up. Y'all act like it's so hard to get I'm a jersey from Australia. I'm, well, no, I'm not acting. I'm just wondering if he has this jersey on deck. Is he ordering it? How's he getting it? Yeah, you know, I'll take. I'll look I'll, and I'll text Jock, and we'll see what we can uh, okay. make happen. I'll I'll tweet him this clip so <laughs> yeah, he knows. You're gonna text Jock, be like, "Hey, can I get a free jersey? Yeah. How do I get that Australian no. jersey of yours?" Yeah. Uh, as for, I think we've disappointed these guys. Saul and Gerald are just so upset at you. I don't care. I think it's funny. But Saul seems upset. I'm a little disappointed in this spot right now. I need to learn the Australian <laughs> national anthem so Saul's I can like, sing I it I think anymore. I need to reevaluate my friendships. I think I do. I think here. I got some things to think about tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Well, that's all I have planned for you, but I know Espo <sighs> has something planned for you. Can guys. I leave the show early? Nope. What? Do I? <laughs> I can't. What? I have something planned? Espo definitely. Am I, <gasps> am, I going to, am I going to piss off another country? Is that what I'm doing I here? I not. Am I going to say you I'm know, leaving America for somewhere else? Uh, we no? never know exactly. No. What I, I know you want to go somewhere where they have coconuts. In these type of situations. I thought you were going to say Coke. I think he just <laughs> wants to or leave us. Coke and nuts. I don't know because what you want to do. He's trying to go to Chicago last week. <laughs> well, yeah, I tried I to I feel like I was just oh, trying to true. get away from us. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. This is how I feel. Saul, so, speaking of nuts. No. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, everybody. It's that time of week. Are you ready? No. Should I do it as Nookie Monster? Somebody's asked me to do it as Nookie Please Monster. Please, no. You do whatever you want, Espo. Well. <laughs> so you gotta sit down. The, the first thing here on this Manscaped read is, any funny stories about Manscaping? I don't know that there's anything funny about this. No. This is serious business, people. When you're down serious there taking business. care of your own business, it's serious. You don't want any nicks or cuts or anything like that because that shit hurts. And there's nothing funny about that. Uh, you know, and that's why you need Manscaped, right? They've got the tools for men's grooming to clean up your Austin Powers chest hair and reveal that beach body. Uh, I'm more of a beach ball body. I'm round. I like that. Uh, you need that Performance Package 4.0 with the Lawnmower 4.0. That's waterproof, cordless, uh, with that body trimmer and that advanced. Have skin you ever used technology. Manscaped in the shower? Yeah, isn't that where you're supposed to use it? Like, why would I use it on my sink and just make a, a freaking mess? Before they were waterproof, what did you do? I stood in the, in the shower and didn't get in the water, so you, you could oh, take care of it. this is very interesting. Like, why would, why would, have you seen me? I, I look, <laughs> I look like freaking Robin Williams back in the day. I got the hairy arms, everything. I'm not, I'm not what, making my what? bathroom look like it's got shag carpets. So. First of all, like, why, why would you assume that most people go into the shower to, to cut because you don't want your bathroom looking disgusting. I feel like don't you I would a... prefer not to know specifics. I want her <laughs> just, side. <laughs> just throwing this out no, there no, that no, I, no, I no, personally no, don't want no, to know personally this is a what education you're doing. Here, right? I, I don't use the weed whacker in the shower. That's the nose. You get in there, you're not going to make that big of a mess. I mean, I, I you know. I'm getting older, so maybe you're maybe the ears and stuff. The ears and stuff. Yeah, well, definitely the ears. I mean, I'm just saying, like, there's. If you have a tile, like it doesn't matter. You vacuum yeah, no. it up. No, no, because then I gotta make that extra effort to vacuum my bathroom now. 
Like, like they don't have like a vacuum that they sell you at Manscaped. Like, you don't maybe know. They, they should, might. Maybe they should. They, they might. Should, they should share maybe the Five Point Maybe it should be one of those clippers that has the uh, vacuumous uh, attached. <laughs> it. Oh, so you can <laughs> you can cut in. And Go. vacuum up. I didn't say the word that I could have said. Well, remember the Floby? Like, it's just like that, but for down low, it's, it's the Loby, right? Oh, the Loby, there you go. One. Uh, you want that crop preserver, though, and that, that crop reviver? That's ball deodorant and toner. Again, I don't know why you're toning your balls, but if that's what you're into, they got you covered. You hey, want, a little spritz never hurt. Hey, you want you want your balls to look like you've been at the beach all year? Oh that ball toner's there for you. Listening. All right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. What? <laughs> no. Skip no, to the said. bottom. As well. Look, you get Skip two, to the bottom. You get two free gifts too. As if this isn't enough. Manscaped just keeps on giving. They just keep on giving. He said, "Yeah, I'm right? listening." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Glistening." <laughs> Skip to the bottom, Esmo. Is he wearing sandals? Clean up those nails with Shears uh, 2.0 Nail Kit. Now they got nail kits. Oh I mean, look at that. God. Having mm. the right tools for grooming is essential. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. That's right. That's Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX, emphasis on the P, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX at manscaped.com. Trim your testicles with the besticles and don't nick your testicles. And with that, we're going to say goodbye. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us today, y'all. Don't forget to follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Suns. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. I feel like Espo's about to cry from whatever's <laughs> happening in the chat. And you can always follow Espo on Twitter for more shenanigans. Espo, take us home. We'll be back tomorrow so you can glisten live. <laughs> Dad, I'm very, very sorry. I know we had this discussion last week, but the ad required it. I'm sorry. Ahoy, ahoy. <laughs> Gerald Espo, saw past the ball, we here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me, I'll always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G, no plan B. Always on the job, my team move like.